Hi, and welcome to the research room, a space to make research by the people for the people. And welcome back to another episode of Falsifiable Fridays. Um, We are going to start a brand new topic um, for this month, um, and I'm going to be focusing on empathy. Um, Empathy, I think um, that's a term that a lot of people know uh, already. Um, Whether you know it as empathy, maybe you know it as empathizing, maybe you know it as um, being an empath, whatever. Um, All of that, um, I'll I'll discuss uh, a little bit of all that um, here. Um, So... Uh, I'll I'll start today, um, and I'll, I'll kind of just like get into it um, because we already know what empathy is generally. That to be able to feel somebody else's emotions, to maybe take their perspective, um, potentially also to like be compassionate uh, for someone else. Um, which, like, honestly, I'll also say um, there's so much in the research that uh, people don't agree <laughs> on uh, when it comes to empathy. Um, there, there needs to be a lot more uh, research on this um, and to like really define what it is um, and how it happens in everyday life. Uh, and that's why I, I picked the article that I picked for this week um, is literally to talk about that and to talk about this idea of what actually is empathy in everyday life. Um, what can you potentially expect um, when it comes to empathy? What can you expect um, for like how often it happens, when it's most likely to happen? Um, And I mean, does it also like, how does it relate to you, right? Like these are actions, um, they have consequences. What are those consequences potentially? So um, what happened in this study was uh, people got um, seven surveys a day and these were very quick surveys, of course, but just kind of throughout the day. Um, They had seven surveys for seven days. Um, So a total of 49 uh, different surveys throughout the week. And so um, in these surveys, um, they asked a whole bunch of questions, but some of the questions that I'll uh, be focusing on today um, deal with if they had an opportunity um, to empathize or to receive empathy. Um, And so uh, all of that is really just, and they defined it like really, really loosely in this case of like, did you have the chance to feel somebody else's emotions? Um, But they do also like, allow it to be like did you take somebody else's perspective um were you able to like understand what they were thinking um or did you have that like empathic sort of like compassion um for somebody else and so um they asked all these questions right and um they got some answers um and i'll talk about those answers and as i've been doing i will bring up some questions about like how how believable are these findings what are some other things that we should consider here so um, I'll first say, um, like I, I've been talking about, there's these three different like potential ways that uh, you could empathize. Um, and yes, these are all very like distinct and they are different skills, but in reality, in everyday life, they happen to like co-occur. They, it's usually all three that's happening about 75% of the time that people were empathizing. It had tended to be all three. So not only are you feeling somebody else's emotions, you're also thinking, um, potentially you're trying to think about what they're also thinking about. And you have a, at least some amount of compassion for them um, because you're also thinking about um, what they're thinking about. You're also feeling what they're feeling. It's very natural to like have that compassion as well. And then um, other findings here. 
so they also found that, um, I mean, I, I think usually when we think about empathy, we're thinking about like, we're trying to console somebody, we're trying to support somebody, um, these like more negative kind of instances, but in everyday life, it's not quite like that. Um, for the most part, people are really trying, uh, are just like, I mean, emotions happen, right? And emotions are both positive and negative and anywhere in between, right? So um, for the most part, people were empathizing with positive emotions. And that's, I think it's kind of a nice thing, right? Um, that like, it's not always this thing that like potentially could bog you down or like is bogging the other person down, right? Um, it's it's about these, these good things that are happening. And we tend to also feel the good things that are happening um, with these other people. Um, pretty nice, right? So um, that happened. And, and that's of course not to say that like, negative emotions didn't occur and empathizing with negative emotions didn't occur. Um, but um, it did um, happen much less often, about um, a third uh, less uh, of the time. Um, it, uh, maybe I'll say it a different way. Positive empathy happened three times as much as um, negative empathy. So quite a bit more. Um, and then, uh, I mean, there's a whole bunch of findings here, um, kind of like always, those other findings, and I mean, everything more comprehensively can be found in the other content that I make. Um, I just want to focus on a few things here. Um, so um, one of the last things um, that I'll touch on here is this idea that, like, uh, why empathize, right? Like, does it have any benefit for us? Does it have benefit for other people? Like, what, why, why even do this, right? So um, I can't completely answer that question, and I'll, I'll get to that in just a little bit. But um, I will say that um, on average, empathy is positively related to well-being. So what does that mean? That means that these two things happen in tandem. People that are feeling well, they tend to empathize. People that empathize tend to feel well. Both of those are occurring. Um, we don't know if one leads to the other just yet. The other thing, though, is that there's this distinction that in the moment when you're empathizing, those times people tend to uh, also feel well. But if you're a person that just like on the whole is empathizing, um, and you, you maybe consider that as like a characteristic trait of yours, they tend to report uh, less well-being. Um, and I'll, I can talk about that uh, a little bit um, here as well. So we have kind of these like conflicting findings. And I think they actually make a lot of sense, um, but they seem conflicting just on, on its face, right? So um, let me get into my questions and I'll, I'll discuss all this through those questions. Um, so first uh, question here uh, that we should consider when, when seeing these, these findings. Um, so does empathy lead to well-being? Um, we cannot say that here. Um, I would say probably, right? Probably empathy leads to something. And I think that something is probably well-being at least some of the time. Um, and that, I mean, who wants to hear that, right? And um, we just want to know, does it or does it not? Um, and I don't think it's that simple, right? Um, and even if it were that simple, there's nothing in this research study that could point us in that direction. We just know that these two things happen simultaneously. Someone who is empathizing is also having well-being. So um, I, I think other things that we need to consider here is... Um, there's so many times that you can empathize. It's hard to just say on the whole that empathy is something that leads to well-being. Um, you can think about when you're empathizing in these positive moments versus the negative moments. 
and maybe they both do lead to well-being. Let's say that they do actually, right? Um, they might happen for very different reasons. Um, and that's also, the, that's another big complication here that we have to think about. So if it's like positive empathy, maybe it's literally like you feel better because you're, around, you're surrounded by positivity. And if you internalize that positivity, at least to some degree, then you're also gonna feel good, right? Like that's just, that makes sense. Nothing in this research says that, but um, that does make sense, right? The other thing would be um, if if you're feeling negative, um, uh, feeling somebody else's negativity, um, and like purposefully trying to do that, right? Um, that that also could be a very good thing. But like, I mean, you're you're feeling worse in the moment, um, but. If your friend or your family member or your partner, whoever you are empathizing with, if that person ends up feeling better, then that means the people around you are also feeling better. That means they are feeling supported. They're feeling accepted. They're feeling validated, things like that, right? They're feeling like they can stand on their own two feet and they can also be like a good support system back in, uh, like in turn for you, right? So it's, it's a way of like, it's building up your social network. You're building that connection, you're building that bond with them, but also they are going to be a better friend in, in reciprocation because of that. <clears throat> they can provide you uh, with more as well. Like, I mean, I don't necessarily want to talk in those like kind of terms of like people are just like utility and like practical things, but like that happens too, right? Um, so this whole idea that like if you're empathizing with these negative sort of emotions, you're helping things that are very indirectly going to like come back to you. And that's, that's a very good thing. You might have better well-being because of that. So two very, very different like takes on this, right? Both leading to the same possible conclusion. Everything that I said here is completely made up though. <laughs> um, uh, they are very logical uh, kind of like steps um, to lead to well-being, but it's, it's not something that has been actually like tested uh, in this kind of case. So um, where does that leave us? Yes, so we're allowed to like think through things. We're allowed to have reasoning and, and logic and all that, right? But also um, we should uh, like keep in mind that like there's nothing that actually supports this just yet other than our own thoughts and potentially our own experiences as well. But even if um, we have those experiences, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's right. Um, and that doesn't mean that it's it's something that just happens, broadly speaking. Um, we also might come to the wrong conclusions, right? Uh, we might always know that like these kinds of things happen. So like, let's say, let's say empathy is always supportive. Um, great, right? Uh, potentially that does lead to a better well-being, but um, what if other things are happening that we're just not aware of? So yes, support is happening, but does it actually, it's actually more about like this whole connection sort of thing. So if support doesn't actually lead to connection, then like, it's not the support thing. It's actually this connection thing. And maybe some other things lead to connection, which then lead to the well-being, right? So there's other things that potentially could be happening here um, that um, it, it's hard for us to really like understand in the moment right like we're just living our lives um, and that's why the science sort of things happens right um to try to like untangle uh this whole mess of things that are occurring so that we know what are the most important parts to be focusing on or to try to like also like manifest in our own lives right um so all of this um is to say yes probably empathy leads to well-being but also the opposite right well-being probably leads to empathy people that are in a better place are more likely to empathize. That also totally makes sense, right? 
Um, and if you're not in a good place, it's going to be so much harder to empathize. Um, why would you want to? You don't even have the resources for yourself. Why, why are you going to give your resources to other people and help those situations? Um, and like, that's super valid, right? So um, yeah, I mean, all of this could potentially happen and all of this probably does happen. And that's what also makes this very difficult. Um, and it's hard. That's why it's also hard to ever say like, yes, empathy leads to this. Yes, well-being leads to this, right? Um, all of them are probably happening to some degree. Um, and it takes a lot of work to really figure out, oh, like it's really like this is the first thing that happens and this is the second thing that happens. And from there, it's like a cycle. Um, cool. Okay, so I'll leave that alone because um, I want to get to a related point here, which is the idea that um, there are going to be times where empathy is positive. There are going to be times where empathy is negative, right? So um, maybe you had the question, when? When is that actually the case? When can we expect that? And again, we don't know. <laughs> we, uh, at least not from this research. Um, potentially, people can have some very good like thoughts on this um, if they are very like well-read on these ideas, if they have a lot of experience in their own lives, right? Um, people probably naturally come to some conclusions that are <clears throat> um, reasonably um, like some things that we can expect. So, um, I, again, I just want to point out that we don't know the actual answer, not at least not from this research. So if you if you were to like start saying to somebody like, oh, like sometimes empathy is good, sometimes empathy is bad, and then like you start to give your own like examples, just know that like nothing here is actually saying that. Um, so everything that I've talked about so far is just on average. On average, people that are empathizing tend to have more well-being. Um, there's also the opposite though, right? <clears throat> People on average that have this characteristic of empathy tend to have less well-being. So let me first unpack that a little bit. Um, in the moment when we are empathizing, that seems to be like, I mean, if you're thinking about potential reasons for that, why that could work, um, there's the whole idea that if you're giving um, uh, social support to somebody, then that is a very good thing, right? That's a very good thing, not only for that other person, that's good for you. Um, that's good to like help you like realize like, hey, I'm this efficacious person. I'm a good person. I I can I feel good knowing that I'm helping somebody or at least attempting to help somebody. Um, all of that right is is and that seems like a very good thing. So in the moment as you're doing that, that could be happening. Um, you could also be strengthening um, your bond with that person, your connection with that person. That also feels very good. That means that, like, I mean, you have that close relationship to rely on uh, in times <clears throat> of need as well for yourself. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, potentially just like the mere idea of like um, you you feeling emotion or are you talking through something or like uh, to like let go of yourself for a little bit and like um, focus on somebody else. Like all those things could potentially just make you feel good in the moment. Um, there are also going to be consequences, though, <laughs> after that. Uh, and depending on how you're doing this, right, like it might be a very little consequence uh, or like a very like large consequence, right? If you're constantly doing this um, and you're just kind of feeling worn out and you're uh, trying to do more empathy, you're trying to empathize more and more, even though you are, have already like kind of spent, then that's, of course, uh, that's going to be distressing. Uh, and that's, that's actually another factor within empathy to always like kind of consider is, yes, you can empathize, but like also to what degree are you feeling personal distress? 
And so if you're feeling distress, um, probably empathy is not good, right? Um, <clears throat> at least thinking like largely speaking, right? So if you, if you are trying to empathize and um, you end up just like, uh, you more stressed out than anyone else like it, it, at the end of the day like maybe maybe it's nice that you help somebody um but also like now you have to live <laughs> with that other emotion and like work through that and so you can start to think uh, and see why somebody who might have that trait of empathy if they're also um someone who is feeling personally distressed then they're also more likely to have um less well-being if you can get rid of that component, great. Um, but like, that's that's bound to happen if you're constantly empathizing with people. Um, <clears throat> so, when is empathy a good thing? When is it a bad thing? We don't know. Um, we don't have nearly enough evidence uh, and data to like really be able to answer that question. And again, that's not what this research, um, this particular research study that I'm referencing, that's not what what they're even trying to say. Um, there are going to be answers to this, um, and those answers are going to be very like unique uh, as well to the person. Um, <clears throat> but there are probably good like situations. There are probably like components of bad situations as well. So just keep that in mind. Um, that with all this, um, <laughs> it all kind of depends. Um, and that's, I mean, uh, that's uh, 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 unfortunately that's a lot of science. Um, is just this idea that I mean it, it does depend. Um, and especially when it comes to psychological science, there's just so many things that could potentially vary that um, it's going to depend on the time, the place, what emotional state you're in, what emotional state other people are in uh, around you, right? Like all these things could very much impact um, how this goes. I think the last thing I'll, I'll bring up for this point is just the idea of uh, when is something good, when is something bad? Like that's such a hard thing <laughs> to say in general because like it depends on the actual outcome of interest. If you are thinking about like your own well-being, there can be times it's good or bad. If you're thinking about somebody else's well-being, then there are also gonna be times where it's gonna be good or bad. If you're thinking about like, oh, did I did I end up staying in this relationship? Like hopefully that is your goal, uh, whatever in whatever case that is. Um, if that is one of your goals, did empathy help you get there? If someone said yes, then maybe that's a good thing. If someone said no, maybe that's uh, not such a good thing. Um, potentially also if somebody said yes, that's also not a good thing, right? So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways that that can happen and it depends on what your outcome actually is. Um, so yeah, keep that in mind as well. And then I think the last point here um, that I'll just I'll briefly touch on is um, something that they found in this study was that um, people have on average nine times that they uh, might be able to empathize throughout the week just on any given like normal week right maybe there's going to be nine uh, potential um, occurrences that you could empathize cool right I mean that's that's uh, that's a fair amount um, at least one per day um, that you're actively trying to feel somebody else, uh, somebody else's feelings, um, or take their perspective, or like feeling compassionate, and I, I think all of that is generally good, right? That means that we're connected. That means that we want to belong, like all that. Um, so not all so bad. Um, the only thing is that um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be tied too strongly to that number, um, because uh, a few reasons, right? So if we think about the study design um, and. I mean, a lot of the things that come up 
are about study design here. Um, <clears throat> they, they measured people seven times throughout the day and for seven days. What does that mean? <laughs> like, that's not all the time, right? Um, you could measure people much more often and see maybe if that number changes. Maybe you measure people 12 times a day. Maybe you measure them 15 times a day. Um, something else that happened in the study was that um, they only asked in the past 15 minutes, did you have uh, a chance to empathize? Um, that's not everything, right? <laughs> and they, they, even if they did have an opportunity, they could only have uh, one that they report. Um, so if let's say maybe it's a, like a weird day, right? Um, or maybe this is actually a normal day, but like if they just, they couldn't capture it, that you are constantly having like five times uh, within an hour that you're having to empathize. Maybe that's like a workplace kind of thing, right? Like that's, that's going to depend on like where you work. Um, maybe it's something about your family situation and, and like in this moment, right? Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, I mean, during the pandemic, we, we've been around people uh, more often, uh, potentially, uh, if you are living at home with other people there. Um, maybe that just brings up more times to empathize in the first place. So um, it's going to depend on the study design. It's going to depend on the context of things. Um, you know, we, they only did this for seven days. What if you do this for a month? And maybe, maybe everyone <laughs> at some point has like a week where it's like, very heavily uh, uh, an empathy sort of week, but actually like throughout the whole month, maybe it's actually much lower. Um, and uh, maybe you can expect that, like there's gonna be like fluctuations um, in time. It's not like every single week, it's it's nine. Um, so um, yeah, I, I don't want you to be too, too strongly tied to that number because I mean, first of all, this is like basically the first time that this has happened. Um, <clears throat> I have a lot of other things to say. I'm going to say this in, in writing. I don't want to bring this up here because um, I want to make sure I get my thoughts out uh, right. <laughs> um, but um, this, I'll say that this is the first time that this has been done, um, basically, at least like using this this kind of methodology. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that, that whole idea is like, I mean, so what <laughs> if you saw this once? Um, if you did this exact same study again, would you even get that? And I mean, who knows, right? We don't know. Um, that's why that's why research exists. That's why you're supposed to be doing um, and these scientific studies. Um, one last point uh, that I'll say is that even if this number is right, let's say this number is 100% accurate, and it's not going to be 100% accurate for every single person. So even within this study, there's a whole range um, of, of uh, 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 empathic occurrences that could happen um, or uh, empathic opportunities that could happen. Um, so even though nine was the average in this study, it could have gone anywhere from like six to 12, let's say. Um, and so <clears throat> even that is like, that's not the full range of things for other people. There's going to be people that have, that only had like maybe one opportunity. There's going to be people who had like maybe 20 opportunities. Um, all of this is like both in the research and not, right? Um, their conclusion is that nine seems to be the average, but there's plenty of variety. And so we have to keep that in mind. Um, and anytime you see a number, basically, um, there's always going to be some sort of like variation on that number. In some sort of uh, range uh, or like spread or variation um, on that number. So um 
Yeah, I mean, uh, these are, again, going to be all things I continue to bring up. So if they are not yet making sense, that's okay. Um, I'm going to continue talking about these kinds of constructs and continue to talk about all of the, the variations on, on this that potentially could come up. Um, and all the other things that we still need to consider, right? <laughs> um, there's so many other things that, like, I didn't even, like, try to touch on here um, that... Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe you're even thinking about. So, I mean, if you ever do have those thoughts or questions, like feel free to leave them, um, you know, talk about them. Like, I, I'm glad to talk about these kinds of things. Um, so <clears throat> for now, I'll, I'll end this here. Um, I'll talk more about empathy throughout the rest of this month um, as well. And uh, if you ever want to look at any of the other content that I'm making, um, that is on roomforresearch.com. And then also on um, social media is going to be at, at roomforresearch. Um, and so until next time, um, thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming. And um, yeah, talk again. Bye for now.